baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Time to rewind. It's the Chris and Amy Rewind Recap. All right, Amy. What did we do today to start the show? Well, I'll tell you what we did to start the show. Um, We talked about the Rams money and where it should be spent. Mm -hmm. And you still have an opportunity to vote. $250 million for improvements in the city of St. Louis have been allocated. And now it's a question of how they are actually going to spend that money. You can go to stlewis.citizenlab.co. You have to fill out some forms, and then you can be one of the almost 9,000 people who have responded. You have Here's how they do it. They give you 10 tokens, and there are 20 different things, and you can put as many tokens on... Whatever things mm-hmm. you think the city should spend the money on. That is, so there are two little squares on the main page voting on ideas. You click on that. That's on the left. That's the tokens one. Yeah, it's yellow. Yep, it's yellow. Then on the right, there's a little blue square called ideas portal. And that is where you can, where I was talking about the cards, where you can type on these digital cards your ideas. It's still open. So I, I guess you can still type in your ideas. But the tokens are voting on the prioritized ideas. So you definitely want yes. to, at the very least, vote. You don't have so to fill out a card. And, and you can choose from, again, there are 20 things that you can put your tokens on, your mm-hmm. votes on, and um, supporting real estate development downtown or near North St. Louis is an option. A grant program for small businesses to locate downtown, which I think is important. Traffic um, calming and traffic pedestrian calming. friendly street design. Yeah. So there are there are all kinds of things that you can mm-hmm. vote on and um, do it by tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day. So look, we the city needs a ton of improvement. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody is going to question that. Um, and it comes in the form of little things and big things. So like, I guess we just tackle it all at once. Yeah. Replacement of water mains. That's a huge one. Think Pave of all the, the roads. Breaks. Pave the roads. Uh, this one's near and dear to Ranji's heart. Youth Drivers Education Program. Oh, my God, because y'all in Missouri, you know what you're doing. And Listen. I can't believe you don't have to take driver's ed. It's nuts. And it shows in the traffic. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Oh, t- hey, dude. What? Dude, Amy, you cannot drive. It's very, very bad. I am a great driver. Mm. What happened at Tower 22 in far northern Jordan right on the edge of the borders with Syria and Iraq, is that that had never been targeted before. The drone that came in that landed and killed three U.S. service personnel, injured more than 40, came in right behind a U.S. drone that was landing. So to let the U.S. drone land, the air defense system was taken offline, and that air defense system was not nearly as sophisticated as other places where U.S. military personnel are in the region because it had never been targeted before. That's a terribly unfortunate set of circumstances. 
Major Garrett talking with us today. He does every Thursday at 1030. Chief Washington correspondent for CBS News. And CBS uh, has confirmed that U.S. officials have confirmed to them that there have been plans approved for a series of strikes. And this will take place over a number of days against various targets, including Iranian personnel and facilities in Iraq and Syria. So this is part of that response to the drone strike to which Major Garrett was referring that killed three U.S. service members and injured about 40. And we also talked to him about the border bill, which was agreed upon in a bipartisan way in the Senate, but in the House it appears to be DOA. At least that's what um, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson said, that um, it's, it's not good enough even though he hasn't seen the entire bill. And I know that there has been a lot of talk in the last week about uh, former President Trump um, telling people in the House that they should not pass a deal because it just gives a win to Joe Biden. Here's my issue with this. If the border is a problem, okay, it needs to be addressed. Nobody is going to disagree that the border has to be addressed. But why does it have to be a win? Why can't it be a win for everybody? Why does it have to be a win for... look? You're not going to do, neither side is going to do anything that 100% appeases each side. There's going to have to be a give and take here, right? It cannot be a, hey, we get everything we want or we don't do it at all. It can't be like that. This border thing can be a win for everybody. It could be a win for Biden. It could be a win for the, the House Republicans who can say, hey, look, we got something done. We're starting to address the border. Let's start somewhere. We'll go from here, and then maybe we can make improvements down the road. When a border bill has not been passed for almost 40 years, mm-hmm. we're going to complain about this one not being good enough? Well, it's the They nat- haven't even seen it yet. It's the nature of partisan politics, baby. And there would be some pretty big changes made. I know there's been a lot been made about the 5,000. If there are 5,000 immigrants, migrants at a certain port, then everybody gets turned away no matter what. And... People have said, oh, 5,000, that, that's a lot for a day or a week. Well, it is, but it would change fundamentally the power of the word asylum. Because once you hit 5,000, even if you say, I'm seeking asylum, I'm in immediate danger, you will be turned away. Right. That is pretty big compared mm-hmm. to what we've got happening right now. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.